Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. And we get to visit with people all, what, five days yeah. at the LCMS National Youth Gathering in Minneapolis, people. Minnesota. Um, it, thousands upon thousands upon over thousands. Over 20,000 people. Of people. And uh, it, it takes a lot of people to make that safe and a, uh, a, a successful event yes. and, uh, and also a, a great opportunity for, for so many people to come together to hear the Word of God, to study the Word of God, and to put those hands to faithful service as well. Mm-hmm. And we've already talked. Um, throughout the week with some of the young adult volunteers who wear the orange shirts, so they're Orange Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we get to talk with one of the yellow shirts. But I don't think they go by Yellow Nation. I don't think that's a thing. That would so be a weird thing. That It'd be like might be awkward. Mustard Nation or something? <laughs> I don't know. Everything's joining about us, food. <laughs> joining us at the KFUO booth right now is Lisa Barrett. She's a community life builder, second year community yes. life builder, yeah. or second uh-huh. gathering community yeah. life builder, I should say. <laughs> and uh, it, Lisa, thanks so much for seven, spending some time with us here at the booth. I know that when you're at the gathering, you have a lot of responsibilities. So stepping away from those for a little while, I know that's a big deal. So well, thanks for, thank for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for asking. So Lisa, what got you interested in being a community life builder at the LCMS National Youth Gathering? Well, I have been in ministry for um, 10 of the 21 years that I've been teaching, have been in Lutheran schools, um, be it serving as principal, serving as fifth and sixth grade teacher, assistant principal. Um, And then when I moved back to Chicago, I then transitioned over to the public sector and continued to teach there. And but I ached for ministry. I ached for being able to still serve mm-hmm. within a ministerial position. And so the opportunity to become a CLB came up and I said, hey, I get to work with youth <laughs> at a youth gathering and serve again. Most definitely I'm on it. So <laughs> That fifth and sixth grade age must uh, prepare you well for working with youth. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it is a joy. It's such a joy to work with, you know, youth in general. And here we have high school yes. youth um, and attitudes and behaviors really aren't that much different. <laughs> um, but it is a joy. And it's just amazing to see children of this age group that are excited about Christ, excited mm-hmm. about serving others. Um mm-hmm excited to interact with so many other people and so it's a joy to serve here yeah now going into your first year as a CLB at last gathering what were your expectations going into it and and what did you uh, on the other end of it coming out uh, what what did you learn over that process well I knew it was gonna be hard work <laughs> you know there was yeah. no doubt about that you know going into the first gathering um, in 2016 in New Orleans um, what I did not quite anticipate was how hard the work mm. was going to be, mm-hmm. but along with that, just how fulfilling it was. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is hard work, but the joy that you receive out of it coming on the other end is just amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, we're blessed to see things such as, you know, youth being baptized mm-hmm. because of being here for these events. Um, in New Orleans in particular, I remember watching a group of youth who went in and bust tables for a restaurant because the restaurant was so overcome by the number of children coming in. They said, you know what, let us bust these tables for you so you're freed up to let the other guests come in. Wow. So when you're able to witness our children working in that way, mm-hmm. it's just amazingly fulfilling. Absolutely. What are the duties of a community life builder? <laughs> 
at the LCMS National Youth Gathering. Well, as you see, we're wearing yellow. Yes, um, that's so. an important duty. <laughs> duty number one, wear yellow. Um, but I always look at it, our first role is always let Christ's light shine. You know, and the yellow reminds us of that. Um, if you want to break it down more specifically, we do have roles such as hotel leads. We have traffic um, team. We have, you know, security personnel. We have the volunteers that work with us. We have people who brought sewing machines and they sew backpacks um, <laughs> and um, we have stadium traffic and you know stadium personnel so there are many different subsections mm -hmm. but in all of those our main role no matter what position we're in is to let Christ light shine in everything that we do so for those who have never been to a national youth gathering before let's unpack some of those duties that you just described like <laughs> okay. a hotel lead uh, when we're at an LCMS national youth gathering we're talking about t over 20,000 mm -hmm. people to like descending upon a city, yeah, <laughs> overtaking a major metropolitan area yeah. here in Minneapolis. We're not just downtown, but also at hotels around the city as well. I think Mark Kiesling said 68, 68 hotels mm -hmm. um, in the Minneapolis metropolitan area. Yeah. So what does a hotel lead a uh, yellow shirt at the, uh, the hotels do? Well, our main goal is as a hotel lead is to make sure that our guests that are coming in, that number one, they feel, feel welcome. Um, my job this year was to direct traffic as they're coming in because in my particular hotel, we had 39 youth groups oh. in my one hotel. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, making sure that, you know, the lobby areas stay, you know, fairly clear because there are also other guests that are staying mm -hmm. at our hotel. Um, so funneling traffic through, um, making sure there's meeting space for the youth groups as they do their family times together. Um, meeting space for the morning meetings, um, making sure that all of the youth that are staying on outlying properties get on the correct shuttle and mm -hmm. get to, are, they, are you going to a servant event? You need to go here. Are you going to the convention center? You need to be here. Um, and just keeping all of the adult leaders abreast of what their responsibilities um, are throughout the day. And when you say the day, you really mean like what a 23 hour period yes pretty, pretty much yes it's a it's a long day but you know the excitement just keeps you going you really don't realize how exhausted you may be until you actually lie down flat at the end of the night or at the beginning of the morning depending upon how you look at it um and then you finally say whoa yeah, it's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> and you thank the Lord for all the blessings and all the ways you've been given to serve that day. Oh, most definitely. So many ways. Um, so we talked about the like the hotel leads, and what were some of the others you mentioned? Some were traffic. Traffic, traffic. yeah, directing people. Yeah, so directing people, keeping people safe, and we typically do that in coordination with the local police department as well, making sure that you know people are not crossing against lights, um, making sure that if we do have to stop traffic, so groups can get through because. We have 22,000 people that were moving through these city streets. And so what paths do they need to take in order to stay safe? Mm -hmm. It is pretty incredible to watch uh, every morning and every afternoon or every evening when they're going from the convention center to U.S. Bank Stadium. It's just these mobs of people walking down the street. It's really cool to watch. In purple backpacks. Right, purple yeah. right. You see like the sea of purple backpacks <laughs> moving down the street. Yeah, it's just yes. really cool, though. Uh -huh. Very but, true. Tell me more about... Um, you know, some of the other positions, too, as well. You talked about the stadium, you know, mm -hmm. some, those who, some of the CLDs who, who serve at the stadium. Yeah, so serving at the stadium, it may be, you know, helping the security personnel as people are crossing through um, into the property of the stadium. Could be something as simple as holding doors and mm -hmm. making sure that as many doors, you know, are as open as possible so that everyone can get in and also funneling people through to the appropriate seating areas. Um, and 
We have ADA entrances this year um, and making sure that if you do have a disability, you need to be at this door and getting everyone in where they need to be and doing it safely. So all of you are pretty much logistical, like magic people right now because <laughs> the logistics that you guys have to deal with, um, they're incredible. But you're, you're the people that make a lot of things just run smoothly. Like if you guys are doing your job, nobody will notice. And that is a really good thing. <laughs> well, and it's the interactions we have with yeah. everyone are just amazing, mm -hmm. you know. And so, again, it, it is hard work, but it's amazing and it's so fulfilling, the interactions you have with people that are just in passing. And not only youth but also the citizens of the mm -hmm. city. Um, one of my very first experiences coming here, even before the event opened, was with one of the security personnel and just having a general conversation. And she said, you know, if you wouldn't mind, if you have a second, I would love for you to pray for X, Y, Z. And I said, you know, why don't we stop and let's do that right now? You know, and this is someone who, this is a public space, who knows how often mm -hmm. they have the opportunity to pray with each other in this public space. So just to stop and do that prayer with her mm -hmm. and to let her know, yeah, we are here for you. And if you need us, just let us know. Absolutely. You know? Who, who have you been able to meet? Um, I, I mean, across the gatherings, I'm sure thousands of people. But, but who stands <laughs> out for you um, that you've been able to meet and interact with in your, in your role, as mm -hmm. in this special role? Because you get to meet a lot of people, but I the do. rest of us don't. Well, I met many, many great um, people. I love the opportunities I've had to meet with those who are here from Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Because their ministries are so different than, you know, say, for instance, our ministries in the Midwest. So I've loved the conversations that I've had with those individuals. Uh, the highlight, however, for me has been to run into members of the youth group that I grew up in. Oh, that's cool. And it just so happened that they're not only staying in the same hotel where I'm the CLB lead, but they're on the same floor. Oh, nice. So, you know, to interact with them, and I was sharing with someone this morning, I said, it's like we're in youth group again, <laughs> you know, just the same, you know, sitting down, having conversations, almost like time has never passed. But these were the people that in the faith I grew up with from kindergarten through senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden here we are and we're reconnected and just sitting down like time has never passed yeah. <laughs> and worshiping together like time has never passed. Yeah. So that for me has really been in terms of an interesting group of people that mm -hmm. I've kind of met kind of, sort of, but, you know, to run into them and to worship, like, we've never been separated. Mm -hmm. And that has been amazing. Yeah, the body of Christ. Mm -hmm, definitely. Yeah. You mentioned at the, the previous gathering in New Orleans that you, you witnessed uh, a number of youth just showing Christ's love to others and, and, and joyfully serving others. Mm -hmm. um, what are some examples that you've seen of that here, of, of youth joyfully serving others? Well, I've seen just the positive interactions that the youth have had in terms of speaking with the security personnel, convention center personnel, and taking that time aside just to chat with them mm -hmm. and to pray with them. Anytime I've been in the streets, you know, I'm commuting from the convention center to the stadium and seeing youth that are talking to people on the street mm -hmm. and just sharing their faith and witnessing and saying, hey, this is what we're all about. I know there are a lot of us here. Sorry about that, but thank you for having us. Mm -hmm. Has just been amazing. Yeah. What, um, what do you look forward to most at the gathering each, well, every three years? Uh, <laughs> what do you look forward to most at the gathering? We have just about a minute left. Okay, being able to serve. And yeah. hands down, that's what it boils down to, is the opportunity to serve um, 
and for me it is kind of an extension of professional church work which I do miss so dearly and to have the opportunity so for me this is like my professional church work high <laughs> into one week yes three years. into one week yes professional well, there's, church there's work. preparation before though too you, mm -hmm. you have quite a bit of prep work before, right too. so we receive webinars and um, lots of paper information that comes out through the mail um, just to get us ready um, lots of walking to get us ready for the event as well yeah. absolutely our guest today, Lisa Barrett, she serves as a community life builder at the LCMS National Youth Gathering this year in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Real Present God. Lisa, thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Well, thank you for having me. I'm thank Andy you. Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. The listener-supported broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit kfuo.org or text KFUO to 41444. KFUO, Christ for you, anytime, anywhere.